Hello, my name is Alex Markley, and I'm inviting you to check out my new podcast. It's a surreal sci-fi comedy series called The Unlikely Adventures of an Improbable Family. It's about a forlorn shell of a man, his egotistical laptop, a cartoon alien fuzzball, and a mysterious woman with telepathic abilities. You can find The Unlikely Adventures on the web at unlikely.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. And thanks. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Impala Films presents Haunted, the audio drama. Season 2, Episode 11, Divergence, Part 3 of 4, written by Jamie Evans. I've set the sand up as well as I can, but if you want such a wide area of coverage, we're going to pick up the wind. That's okay. What if it's the government? Like, an MI5 agent. Huh? Oh, I'm just thinking, the fact this all happened before, 15 years ago, the way the witnesses were all killed, the way Fiona Hartley was killed, single shot, bang to the head, then the mill burns down with all the bodies inside, doesn't that sound to you like an organised cover-up? I think you've been watching too many Preston Connors videos on YouTube. You'll be claiming the royal family have been replaced by goblins soon. Well... Go on then, oh wise one. What's your theory? After all, you're the only one of us who's actually seen one of these black-eyed children. And I'd just like to point out that I'd rather keep it that way, thanks. For God's sake, stop flicking that lighter. Sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. That was rude. Here. It's okay. Bet you weren't expecting tensions to run this high, were you? Okay. Camera's rolling. No, I guess I didn't really think seriously about how this documentary would go. <clears throat> how am I sounding, Mark? All good. How's the light, Ben? Mm, we're losing the sun, but if you make sure you stay in that area there, we're getting a lovely orange glow from that street light. Okay. Action. We're currently standing in Gosford Park, a green space in the east side of Forsham. During the original sightings in 2002, two people were attacked here. The two members of the public reported that they had been lured from the path by the cries of small children, calling for help, but that as they wandered into the trees that dominate the park's western edge, they had been attacked. In their statement, they described their attacks, fast, 
incredibly fast. They came at us like wild animals, grabbing and snatching their eyes were black. A couple of weeks later, both were found dead, with gunshot wounds to the head. The same night as the mill fire, two of the eight witnesses who were silenced that night. How was that? You're a natural. Hang on. Fuck was that? What? I didn't pick anything up. Hang on. Let, let, me, let me rewind. What is it? Shh, one moment. No way. You have got to be fucking kidding me. What? Look at this. Right, look. Over your right shoulder, where the stream moves underground in that tunnel. There's nothing there. Well, a duck. Keep your eyes on the duck. Great. He's auditioning to be David Attenborough's cameraman. Shut up. Watch. Shit. What? I didn't see. Something grabbed the duck. Look, keep your eyes on it. Swimming, swimming, there! Just for a second, something reaches out, grabs it. Oh my god, okay, that's it. Time to go home. Let's pack up before the sun goes all the way down. Are you kidding me? We need to go over there and get footage. We absolutely do not need to do that. We may never get a chance this good. It could have just been, I don't know, fox or something? Did that look like a fox to you? We're seeing the background, fairly small. This is a 4.6k camera. That image was crystal clear and you know it. There was no fox. It was a hand. I don't care what it was. I'm not going near it. Okay, give me the microphone then. You can't be serious. I am. Give it. Are you going to be a wimp too? We're just going to the edge of the tunnel, right? Outside of arm's reach. I can't believe this. Look, she's not going to shut up about it and this is probably the safest opportunity we're going to get. Let's just hurry up before the sun goes down. You don't even know if they're allergic to light. You're just assuming. Seems like a safe assumption. Absolutely none of the sightings I've read about have been during the day. And when we canvassed the neighbourhood, they were all nighttime sightings too. Three different doors we knocked on and the residents said they'd been seeing things here in the park. You don't become an award-winning documentarian without taking risks. For fuck's sake, I should have known. This is all about your delusions of grandeur. Well, count me out. I'm staying back here and frankly, you're lucky I'm even agreeing to stay in the park at all with the sun going down. He's not going to change his mind, Liz. Let's get a move on. Okay, this is close enough. Can't grab us from here. We still seem pretty far. Don't worry, I've got the zoom lens on. Shit, Liz, we can't see anything. It's pitch black in there. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? What the fuck are you doing? Trying to have a conversation with it? They spoke to Fiona Hartley, so we know they must be at least halfway intelligent. I'm going to try throwing a couple of these pebbles. Don't. Hello? I'm going to try moving the boom mic into the tunnel. Be careful. Hang on, it's hard to hear. I think I can hear something breathing in there. Just a little further. Friend! Something has the boom! Let it go! It's so strong! Liz, let it go! Quick, switch to night vision mode. As a night vision mode? Come here! Ah! Jesus Christ, what is this shit? Quick, wash it off. What happened? 
fucking threw up on me. Where's the rest of the equipment? Uh, yeah, Elizabeth. Your mum is here? It's been a spell, hasn't it, Daniel? This is a long way from London for the police commissioner. And this is a strange place for an officer on long-term suspension to be. I showed my badge and they let me in. They let you in because I told them to. Oh, don't worry, I'm not going to shoot you. I do expect you to tell me why you're down here, though. And why should I tell you anything? You seem to have assumed that my cause is in some way in opposition to your own. Why is that, Daniel? Stop calling me Daniel. And you are, aren't you? I assure you, I come in peace. Don't try lying to me. I've already looked at the body. This poor woman was killed by a gunshot to the head. Yes, that's right. Oh, so you're telling me you didn't do this? Are you accusing the police commissioner of murdering an innocent woman? Well, the police commissioner is the only one who's pointed a gun at me since I got to this town. I should hope so. For most people, having a gun pointed at them is not a common occurrence. Oh, it's not just that. You've covered things up before. The signal in Greenvale. You're the one who authorised the cover story about hallucinogenics being leaked in the water supply. I noticed you smoothed everything over after Arlo's death as well. Kept attention out of the papers? I did do those things, yes. Then who else would want to shoot an innocent witness? Perhaps the same men who were here 21 years ago, in 2002. I presume you know already that all of those witnesses were shot, too. James was with me the entire day. He can't have done this. Not Mr. Hunter, Daniel. I'm talking about his partner in crime. He isn't... James hates him. Does he? Tell me, the three of you have supposedly been in pursuit of Carl Trevino for months now. How many times has James Hunter found an excuse to let him slip through your fingers? That... There were... Complications. Oh, Dan, don't disappoint me now. You're a smart man. Too smart, I think, to be wasted as an officer in a dead-end backwater like Greenvale. You've had your suspicions about Hunter for a while now. Right, let's say for a moment that I have. Why should I trust you anyway? You derailed my entire career. Ah, yes. Transferring you to Greenvale to protect Abigail's father. I never did get around to holding my hands up and admitting I was wrong on that one, did I? Nope. Daniel, I'm truly sorry. I don't expect you to understand the ridiculous nature of politics in my position. I didn't have a choice. Richard Corbyn asked me for a favor. He had me somewhat over a barrel at the time. My position wasn't as stable then as it is now, so I gave in and capitulated to his demands. For what it's worth, I am truly sorry. And that business at Carter's mansion was merely performative. I had to maintain my cover. All because I caught him having an affair. My career trajectory changed because I was in the wrong place at the wrong time and saw something I shouldn't have. 
I'd like to make amends for those wasted years, Daniel. I've been watching you closely this last year. Oh, I have my sources. And I'm very impressed with the work you've done with James Hunter. If you're feeling ready to come back to work, I'd like to transfer you back to London and have you head up your own task force. What? Take a moment to think on it. I need to speak to the superintendent upstairs. If you're interested in hearing more, come upstairs and see me. Think seriously on this, Daniel. Opportunities like this don't come around often. I think we must have taken a wrong turn. Well, it can't be that hard to find a train station, surely. She definitely said east, right? Yes, to Lingard Avenue. You know, that's still bothering me. It's not exactly a common name, is it? Have you noticed that the police are very active for a town this size? Actually, I have. Perhaps they too are looking for Gerald Hornchurch. I don't want to sound paranoid, but do you get the feeling we're being watched? Watched? By the police? Now that you mention it, that is the third police car to pass us since we left Arrow Heights. No, it's not. Didn't you see the license plate? It's the same car that's passed us three times. Really? Bloody good observation, Abigail. Shame on me, I usually notice things like that. I must have my head in the clouds. You've been through a lot. I've been drinking too much. Speaking of which, I appear to be dry. Remind me to pick up some more. Well, maybe you should take it easy. Gerald Hornchurch says he's got information on Project Indigo. Don't you want to be clear-headed for that? Well, seeing as we can't even find Hornchurch at the moment, I don't think it's going to be a problem. And when we do find him, I think I'm going to need the liquid courage. Do you think we'll find him alive? Elizabeth said he thought someone was trying to kill him, and judging from his apartment... There was no blood, though, so let's stay positive for now. You know what's bothering me about the state of the apartment back there? None of the previous stories of black-eyed children feature them destroying property on that sort of scale. Yes. And the words Hornchurch used. Someone is trying to kill me. Not something. Suggesting a person. Jesus. What sort of person could destroy a place like that? I don't know. But I've got a horrible idea. Come on, let's ask for directions. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. 
But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Really, Mum? Putting me in interrogation room? Short of a jail cell, it was the only place I could think to guarantee you did as you were told. Where's Ben and Mark? They're fine. They're being kept in rooms just like you. What the fuck were you thinking? We were just trying to get evidence. Did I, or did I not, tell you to go home? Mum, you don't understand. He's here. James Hunter. Don't you remember from the last time? I remember. What is he doing here? He came to find a man named Gerald Hornchurch. He sent James a message telling him he knew information about something called Project Indigo. It must be related to this. Listen to me, young lady. You are not to go anywhere near James Hunter. Do you hear me? You do not speak to him. You do not contact him in any way or his associates. Mum, he's trying to help. Well, he wasn't any help last time, was he? He didn't do anything to stop the mill burning to the ground or to protect those eight witnesses. He tried. Well, it wasn't enough. Now, are you going to do as I tell you or do I need to put you in a cell overnight? Because believe me, young lady, I will do it. You're being ridiculous. I'm keeping my daughter safe. It's that simple. Ugh! I can see you need some time to calm down. Officer Topping, my daughter is in there. Here's some change. Bring her a Coke and something from the vending machine, will you? Thanks. You were right. James Hunter is in town. I told you. How the fuck has this happened again? Mind your attitude, Superintendent Parson. Need I remind you I am the police commissioner? Sorry, sir. In 2002, it was an accident. A shame, but these things happen. This time, it was deliberate sabotage. Hornchurch betrayed us. It appears he smuggled two of the young test subjects out of the facility, seized by a sudden attack of conscience. Forgive me, but wouldn't that fall under the category of too little too late? Indeed. Do you still have a man watching James and Abigail? I do. We've been unable to locate Carl Trevino, however. Are you certain he's in town? I'm positive. In fact, I suspect Hornchurch is with him. What gives you that idea? Instinct. Well-worn instinct. I've been a copper longer than you've been alive, Barson. I have a sixth sense for these things now. Hornchurch is either with Carl Trevino, or Carl is very close to finding him. Well, what about their friend, Cowell? Leave Cowell with me. Now, where have you put the two boys? They're in interrogation rooms at the moment, off record. Excellent. Norman, please. They're just kids. 
I... Sherry, we made a deal that we would spare your daughter. I never made such a promise about those two boys. But... I suggest you worry about keeping an eye on who your daughter is associating with. James Hunter can be a dangerous man to know. Y yes sir Ah, Daniel, waiting for me? I've decided to hear what you've got to say. A wise choice. Come with me. In here, we'll have some privacy. Have a seat. Daniel. The information I am going to share with you now is of the utmost secrecy. There are only a very select few in the entire country who are privy to this information. Do you understand? Yes. As you know yourself by now, there is much more to the world than most people know. You mean all the supernatural shit? Ghosts, the signal, curses? That's right. Life as we know it is a mere sliver of the vast tapestry that actually makes up our universe. If most regular people understood that, it would blow their tiny minds. Not that you have a superiority complex or anything. You've seen it for yourself, Dan. Could you imagine the anarchy, the disruption it would cause? In order to keep the balance intact and keep the general public safe... A special task force was created over a century ago by Queen Victoria herself. A special branch of the Metropolitan Police Force, overseen by the commissioners themselves. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me that the British Police Force has its very own X-Files department? That is a trite way to put it, but essentially, yes. <laughs> no, no way. Please try to be calm, Daniel. Thanks to your travels, you are now one of the most experienced individuals in the country when it comes to the supernatural. Therefore, I would like you to return to the force, not to Greenvale, but to London. I would like you to be the new head of the Department for Unexplained Paranormal Events, reporting directly to me. Are you being serious? I think you've got what it takes. Wow, um, sir, uh, thank you. That's a, that's a great honour, but, um, Abigail, I, I, I can't leave her behind. And you won't, Daniel. This brings me to why I'm here in Forsham. One of the department's key targets of interest is the man you've been travelling with. James? Th why? I think by now you've realised that James Hunter isn't who he says he is, haven't you? I, uh, I have some doubts, sir. Such as? There are inconsistencies in his history. I've been shown photographic evidence that proves that both James Hunter and Carl Trevino were present in Forsham in 2002, four years before he claims they left the orphanage they were raised in. And we both understand what a dangerous man Carl Trevino is. Yes, sir. Do you not think, then, that it's a bit odd that Mr. Hunter remains so steadfastly connected to a man like that, particularly in conjunction with the inconsistencies in his backstory. Very odd. But, no, I, I think James feels for Carl like a brother. Family can be hard to let go of. And James isn't a violent person. 
But what would happen if a man like that snapped, Daniel? Clearly he is a man with many demons, keeping them locked up so tightly. We've got evidence of incidents before. I've seen him snap. It was horrible. So you know it is possible. It is commendable that you tried to defend the man. Loyalty is a hard quality to find in people these days. At a certain point, though, you have to do what's right. You have to think of Miss Corbin's safety, after all. Is she in some sort of danger? I fear so. For as long as she remains associated with James Hunter. What sort of danger, sir? All of our intel suggests that Carl and James are still working together. That they were mixed up in something together a long time ago. Project Indigo? Yes. We still don't know exactly what it is, but the events in town are part of it. Daniel, listen to me. You cannot trust anything that James Hunter says to you. Understand? I don't know what's going on, but I do believe I need to get Abigail away from him. For now, at least. Nothing adds up anymore. Everything you've told me so far, it's just that. Just just words. Please, sir, do you have any evidence to back up these claims? I do have one thing I can show you. I'm afraid this is going to be quite the shock, Daniel. I'm not sure I can be shocked anymore. You were wondering how it was possible James was in Forsham in 2002, looking more or less as he does today. I know that you also tried looking into the car crash that killed his parents, didn't you? Yes, but nobody could find anything that fit the time frame. That's because your time frame is incorrect. You've been operating under the belief that James Hunter is 35 years old. He isn't? Take a look at this photo. This is from the scene of a terrible car crash, the crash that killed Clara and Thomas Hunter and left James an orphan. You see the little boy pictured here? That's James. He looks about seven years old, which is consistent with everything James told me. Indeed. He was seven years old when his parents were killed. In 1963... What? This photograph was taken on the 22nd of November, 1963. No, wait, wait, no. You're saying James Hunter. James Hunter was seven years old in 1963. But that would... Jesus, that, that would make him nearly 70 by now. Exactly. What we don't know is how he achieved that or where he was for a large portion of that time. Oh my god. Oh my god, I, th- I think I know. I. I know. Fucking hell! God, god damn it! It's gotta it's got be the island! He must have been there before that, that fucking son of a bitch lied to us! Daniel, I think you need to find Abigail right now and get her away from James. I need to tie up some loose ends here. Call me once you've got her, and we'll plan our next steps accordingly. Okay. Okay, yes, yes. Thank thank you, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for doubting you. Think nothing of it. Now, go. (laughs) 
Commissioner. Things are moving along exponentially. All witnesses will be taken care of shortly, and I've succeeded in ensuring James Hunter's progress will be impeded. You've once again proven your value to us and him. How have you taken care of the matter? From within, of course. Always the best way. And the most fun. It was easy, really. Stroke the ego of a naive young officer who already feels insecure of his position in the group, and he was soon eating conspiracy stories out of the palm of my hand. Be cautious that you don't have too much fun, Norman. We cannot afford for you to take your eyes off the ball. Not whilst that traitor remains at large and that impudent reject Carl Trevino is waging war on us. Huh. <laughs> I don't need you to tell me how to do my job. I know what I'm doing, and believe me, I know how to manipulate people. The key is to sprinkle the lies with just enough truths to stoke their paranoia. The fact Hunter has lied to his companions is undeniable now, and I think young Officer Cowell has taken that personally. I've taken care of the other witnesses, and I will make sure Hornchurch ends up in the ground. You can worry about Trevino. Very well. Leave the reject to me. You just make sure that nobody else finds a facility. We're too close to the test to abandon plans now. Don't you worry, Mother Marwood. I never leave a job unfinished. <laughs> Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter, Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin, and Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring Mark Smith, Leanne Herring, Michael Heath, Edina Hadley, Eve Oliver. David Anthony Green. Haunted, the audio drama is created by Jamie Evans with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next exciting chapter of Haunted, the audio drama. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hello, my name is Alex Markley, and I'm inviting you to check out my new podcast. 
It's a surreal sci-fi comedy series called The Unlikely Adventures of an Improbable Family. It's about a forlorn shell of a man, his egotistical laptop, a cartoon alien fuzzball, and a mysterious woman with telepathic abilities. You can find The Unlikely Adventures on the web at unlikely.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. And thanks.